Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hello. Welcome on into our catch up. That is what this episode is. It's different episodes that drop right across the week on this very place you have landed, the pod channel. Please subscribe. We're going to get right into it because we're running out of time today, but we are, have got tickets for our national tour on sale at thethinkergirls.com.au. Um, if you are interested in becoming a Patreon and a supporter of this pod channel and becoming a part of our VIP community, there's information on the website how to do that also. But today's yes, the catch-up. It is. So this is where we chew the fat. We have a bit of a chinwag as to what is going on in our brains, in our hearts, in our lives, just like you would do when you see a mate. Yeah, the interesting thing is I've chosen to talk about something so complex, so I don't know how I'm going to go with the time restraints, but oh, I'll give it my best shot. I think, if anything, it's probably a good thing I to think- know that there's a time constraint so you can't go blah, blah, blah. And also, we were able to used to tell stories in three minutes I no think shits. I was I trained for 2.5 at one point when when the hit networks were going hardcore with music and they were basically like your dream is over there is no room for to talk you need to learn to make it to a cap city how to tell a story in two and a half minutes. well spe- not just a story not just any story but one of the most personal <laughs> things that you would be experiencing at that top point in time where it's like let's explain complex mother-daughter relationships your own experience and also how you've come out the other side you know, like in that time oh. frame because you can tell a story about you know i don't know accidentally stealing something at a supermarket which people have made it very big by telling those stories. Yeah. So now who's the winner? Probably not <laughs> us. Um, so you want to talk about something complex? You want to give us oh, a bit more of that? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I do. I want to talk about how I felt like particularly over the past month or so, I have reintroduced myself to people and not just people I don't know. I'm talking some of my closest oh, friends. Okay. I want to talk about how um, I never have really realised that I dating and looking for somebody – and I think I now am kind of looking out more than I ever have, thinking that it'd be nice to have someone around, um, someone that's secure. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've only realised that from being from meeting people that aren't. Oh, yes. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Approved. She's a proud mama over here. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about the definition of secure in a minute because I think it's Great. different for everyone. Okay. But I, can I just go because I feel yes. like I need to. So uh, this year has been a big year, blah, blah, blah. Like it is incredibly um, transformative and has been for a lot of people. Uh, but talking about myself, um, the loss of a job, loss of a baby, then almost loss of your brother is one of those things that I think you look back and go, well, this will change your life forever, a year like this. And what it's done for me is really hashed out any form of energy to be anyone other than I am in that moment because there's been so much trauma and so much hard stuff, yet I have found my own version of sunny disposition in it 
But I feel like the result of being stripped back so much of all the different layers of myself have allowed me to see who I, I think I'm still digging, but it's starting to allow me to see who I really am. And a lot of the time I've put a lot of hats on and costumes and I'm not just talking about a radio bravado or, you know, a public persona. I'm also talking about how you're an anxious person or you're a loud person or you like music or you like Kylie or there's all these different parts of ourselves that I think we put in front of us. And ambition has been a very big one for me as well. But it's been funny when you kind of move all of that away and then you see what's left, I realized um, that maybe this is the case. I don't know. But I realized a couple of weeks ago that I think I probably sit as a natural state in a gray place. What does that mean? Um, just that I am, I'm kind of a gray person. I'm not a bright person. I'm not a dark person, but I sit pretty comfortably in between. And, and when you say a bright person, you mean those real bubbly, effervescent, constantly positive people? Which a lot of people would think I am and have been through the majority of my life. And then there's the dark, which is, you know, going to the other scheme where you hit, you know, rock bottom or you have really tough times. Or maybe for you, you know, you're quite a depressed place and that's where you start from because Mm. of genetics or other reasons. But what I've found, and it's interesting because I absolutely adore the colour grey. I've always thought grey was the most beautiful colour. I Like I have it in a lot of my clothes. It's in my house a lot. When I think about colours that kind of calm me or anything that I've ever kind of designed for myself, it's always involved some form of grey. Which is hilarious because I think most people as a general consensus would think of grey as sad yeah. or dull. It's a grey day. Like that is a negative – it comes with negative connotations when you're thinking colours. That's right. And I think that also may have – have a connection to my default personality type. So yes, there's a lot of bright around my life, a lot of shiny, flashy things, a lot of things on the telly and on the radio and on the show, you know, and we do a lot of bright stuff. And and over my entire life, I've danced or put shiny things up or done big parties or always had such a bigger than life kind of life. And most people who know me have come to accept that as who I am. And it's interesting because when you step into this place of this grey, which means you're not unhappy and you're not also hyper and kind of putting up all of these bright pictures to necessarily, I'm not saying cover anything up, but make it easier for people to connect with you. Because I think a lot of us like to live on that brighter sphere because if you connect with my grey, that means you need to connect with yours. And a lot more people are comfortable with connecting with the brighter place. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a, I've become across like a brighter person most of the time, which I definitely have elements. Like I love pink too. So there's like a very big part of my personality is a pink girl and bright and pretty cheery and pretty bubbly. That's still a p- part of who I am. But I think I've figured out this year that I um, – I like this flexibility in being both. And I was speaking to a friend the other day and, and we were talking and I was telling him how I was feeling and, and going through, a f- you know, a few different feelings. And then at the very end of the conversation, I said, oh, you know, we're doing this. I've got this event coming up and, you know, we've got this other mm-hmm. podcast that we're doing. I'm about to launch this. And he was like, oh, well, see, everything's good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I didn't say it wasn't. I just didn't choose to lead in with those things anymore. What so he was saying in the sense that 
why are you sounding not that excited or not that happy or bubbly when you've got all this stuff on the go? No, he was saying that the way I was being honest with where I was was kind of not good, but I was saying it as if I was okay with it. Oh, so okay. when I was so saying, he's like, don't be grey, you've got shit to be pink about. Exactly. Okay. And I was like, but I'm okay with where I am because this is me. And it was like I was like, wow, this person knows me intimately. And it was very, very clear that this person wanted to have me sit on this happy land place where I think he had known me for the majority of our friendship. Mm. And it was funny, even the other night, I've got to say, when we went out after um, the Cosmo Awards and yourself and a few other people commented that she's up, she's back. There was just this kind of connotation that because I had been maybe down this year or those types of things that I'd found this place to this brighter, sparky kind of place that essentially most people associated with who I was. And I thought about it and I was like, I don't think I want to be back. I don't think I want to be that anymore because that would mean, I think particularly that's hard for me as well, is that would mean that um, I didn't have a baby or that would mean that those things didn't happen to me. And I think when you have other parts of your life that happen, you want to kind of forget them and put them in the past. I definitely felt that with the job. I was like, well, getting fired, I can put that in the past. But when I when I lost my baby, I didn't want to have, I didn't have that same feeling because you kind of want to put in the past bad feelings. But at the same time, that was my first child and my first experience. So it was like all of those things that were bad, in particular, the miscarriage was something I didn't want to have as Mm. something I will come back to and then that was in the past. And do you think that's probably the first time in your life where you felt like that, where there was an element of, of embracing that, the hard, the hardship to then shape who you are as and opposed finding to... it so beautiful, Merce, like being so proud of the wounds. I've mm. never felt it like this. And to tran- like to transform you. Yeah, yeah. and I just think um, I don't want to be back. I don't want to be the shiny person everybody knows before. That doesn't mean I'm not happy. It doesn't mean I'm not bright. Mm. It just means that there's a whole lot of me that needs to be acknowledged, not just the parts when I say these really cool things are going on in my work life. Well, this is the thing about Grey and it's quite poetic that you said because remember when you're in primary school and you're learning about colours and what mixes with what and when you mix any kind of colour, you always end up with Grey. Like remember what color, whether it was, you know, you, when you were learning primary colours and blue with red equals purple and mm. all those kind of things. But if you put too much of one thing in or you did a bit of a mesh or you just were a dickhead oh, and mixed true. them all together, they all equal this one colour, which is this greyish kind of colour, yeah. which is quite stunning in the sense that you can have your light, you can have your dark, you can have your bright, you can have your shadow, and it all kind of mixes towards this one colour, which just happens to be grey, which yeah. is kind of really poetic and beautiful but it's interesting that you but it's also probably our foundation yeah it's interesting that you say um and I would agree with that that there are you know as you say people that would know you so well over such a long amount of time and so intimately that would expect this 
version of you and it's not that it's not truthful but it is a section of who you are that's right right and it hasn't gone no 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 because it makes you know as you say it's that um familiarity and when people change i think in um relationships i certainly found this through my breakup or you know other you know with relationships with mates it is unsettling when someone that you've always expected or come to know as the happy-go-lucky positive advice giving gal is kind of a bit like yeah because you're then going, well, if you're not that picker-upper, well, what does that mean for me? And who's going to pick me up? If you're always my picker-upper, I don't know how to do that for you. It's unse- it, mm. And having been on both sides of that, experiencing the change yourself but then seeing change in other people, it's fucking unsettling. Mm. Mm. But and that, because I probably played that role in many yeah, people's lives you do. as well. But that being yeah. said, it's interesting because I don't know if it's just this year or like because we, um, I don't know, I've – are often different things to each other at the same time. I, yeah, I don't think I would ever have described, you know, I have been shocked by what you're saying in a sense that you go, I am grey, I am sitting in this middle mark because I would probably describe you or think of you like that. Mm. There is, I feel like there there can be like quite extremes with you, which then equals the grey, mm. like your highs and the hyper and the ADD and the crazy, you mm. know, like out there loud thing <laughs> is intense that way. And But then also the other parts where you go way more so than me or other people I know, I need to sit in this mm. bad dark place mm. for a bit. I need to feel it, yeah. Yeah, which is more high and more low than where I am, which then equals the place of the middle mark. I think most of us can go that high and that low. I just don't think many of us choose to. Mm. I think everybody likes to sit with this kind of persona of particularly the dark. People are terrified of going there and fair enough too. It was funny. I was messaging a girlfriend this week actually and saying uh, um, she was going through some tough times and I said, you know, when I – and I think I'm going to do this on some other work, the other work Mm. I'm doing on my Mm. site – but I, I wanted to talk about, because I've started sharing about meditation, but I think the next thing for me is to share about meditation when you kind of don't want to look at yourself. So there's a, you know, it's all very well to meditate and learn to talk to yourself when you're ready. But I know through the darker times this year, I, I, I kind of leaned out of meditation because it, I could, I know I'm very, I watch myself and I was very mindful mm. that, oh, I see what you're doing here. You're avoiding it. You need to step into it. You need to step into it. And you're like, well, it hurts. It hurts. I don't want to, I don't want to meditate. I don't want to cross over. I don't want to see this chart. Like it's all too hard. And I did it anyway. And I would howl anyway. And I would let it come out of me. But I don't think everybody chooses to go there. A, because it's hard. But B, because as a society or even people that love you and know you, they mm. encourage you to go the other way. Yeah. They encourage you to be pink and bright and you'll be right and get up there and do it and even if they say, how's your day? I'm sorry you're feeling shit. The end of the call will have to be something good because mm. then it makes everybody more comfortable. Uh, the, when, you're a, when you leave on the just remember note, you might be like, just remember, you know, there are other people that are blah, blah. There are kids stuff. You know, you'll be right. You've done it before, all those things. It always starts as the just remember. Mm, <laughs> yeah, and it's calls. like, well, we can just end in the grey here yeah. and not feel like we need to be anywhere other than we are. So I'm Stacey. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. Grey girl. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Cute top.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, I want to talk about um, dating just for a change because I feel like, fuck, there is a lot that you learn about yourself but also just people in general, mm. like through this process because, Stunning. oh, my God, Father, like seriously, I don't know that I – it does feel like a bit of a, you know, when you jam for like a – a study jam? You like got it? What do you call it? Cramming, like, cramming. Oh, I feel like when you jam in a band, I'm like, no, no many too. of us don't know. <laughs> I was like, this is the most unrelatable thing I think you've ever brought. You know, when you have a jam, guys. You know, just when you put on a red beret and have a jamsy on a Sunday. No, um, no cramming, cramming for study. Where it's like that's how I felt. Like this last twelve months being single has been having been single in a relationship cram. for eight and eight and a bit years. I've kind of been like, oh, yeah, I kind of know myself. I know the way people work. I'm, you know, pretty self-aware. No, no, no. Because I feel like this 12 months has equaled nine years. Yeah. Like it's – I feel like, you know, the equation doesn't make sense, but it does because I feel like the last eight years what I've learned about people and humans and the way we interact has equaled the last 12 months basically is what I'm trying to say. And I also think that no matter – if you were to be single again for nine more years – or 19 years, you would probably still feel the same. Because I think when you're single, you're just exposed to so much more and you don't have any control of the people that are coming in and out because Mm. you're meeting so many new Mm. people. Mm. Whereas when you're in a relationship, you've kind of got a bit of a guard or an idea of who's coming in and out, a bit more anyway. Yeah, totally. And I think you're just constantly so exposed and so yeah. vulnerable when you're dating yeah. and meeting new people to the point where it surprises yourself sometimes because you think about it's those cool. things where you're like, actually, what do I lo- – oh, am I – and you surprise yourself sometimes. Yeah. So anyway, I was talking to a mate about this recently and there was this guy that I went on a date with, but anyway, I said, fuck, look at him. Old mate's got a girlfriend. They're all loved up on Insta. Like, wasn't that long ago that I went on a date with him? Oh, and we, right, I see. We were having a, a, a chat about this and I said, do you follow people you date on Instagram? Like, for a small amount of time? Yeah, I've, I've gotten rid of him oh, now. Oh, good, good, yeah. Yeah, because see ya. I wasn't ready. I don't know. Like, I, well, I, I was ready up until I saw the, the, the girlfriend. I was like, I'm got to tap out here. Yeah, bye-bye. Because it's interesting, once he's now deleted from my Instagram, I'm never thinking about him. Apart from recalling this chat. Mm. You think people are in your ether. They're not. You They're just in. on your Insta. Mm. So get rid of them mm. because he's not in my brain at all apart mm. from this story. So I was saying to my mate, I said, fuck, people move on quick, don't they? 
it blows Guys, my I reckon. B- blows my brain open when I'm like, how can you even like I'm not saying that I've rocked your world and you're still thinking about <laughs> me, but also genuinely that was fast. Like from you being and not even just me, but but I knew that he was in this really long term relationship and then neck minute I'm so It's been months gagging to know which one you're talking about. <laughs> like I've got no idea. None. I'm like little lot of It would have been a short amount of time where I was like, Jesus. And I was saying to this saying to this friend, I said, How do people move on that quickly? A, but B, have any idea who it is that they're looking for if seven seconds ago they were with somebody else? You know, and and I was saying to her, I said, it's been uh, however, I don't even know freaking how many dates I would have been on, how many guys I would have slept with, hooked up with, met, chatted to over the last 12 months. And I still feel like I'm kind of at the beginning of that, Mm. to be honest. And there's only something that I learned in the last two weeks as to what I'm looking for in somebody and mm. and like the work that you do with your single Pringle stuff and the work that you've been banging on about for a really long time, which is the values, what are you looking for, what do you value in yourself, other people, etc. And I have had a pretty stable, uh, like a pretty similar list of mm. things that I'm looking for in someone having starting to think about I this. I think when you came out of the relationship, you're like, well, I'm, I'm pretty certain with no, what I want. Genuinely, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to be one of those people. I was like, well, let's see. No, I'm, I genuinely thought I'm going to meet the guy and it's going to be one of those stories where it's like random three months after the breakup here I am with my guy you know like ha ha like because I fucking I'm sorry if you are in that place now because it's a minority that that happens to like I'm sorry if you're the person that's just come out of a breakup do you know what I mean like that place where you really genuinely innocently think that I think yeah. a lot of us, a and I lot, believed a lot of us, but I believed that. it because I think sometimes I can be layered and deep, but there are other times when I'm just I can get a, what's the word? I feel sometimes I can I can be a bit of a lucky breaker. I'm a bit like ha, how random that's happened. Brilliant, that's a aligned. lucky breaker. <laughs> I am sometimes. I can, I don't know. Oh well, it's just figured itself out. Here we are. Yeah, great. Yeah, 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 Some yeah. people need to do all this, and I kind of have managed to do it, but in, in an easier yeah, way. Yeah, here I am. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's something that I've realised <laughs> after meeting somebody that wasn't this, I've realised that I've needed to add this to my list that I never would have thought 12 months ago, mm-hmm. um, having starting to think about this, would have been added to the list. And that is the word stable. S- stable. Did you say secure before? Or is that the same thing? Well, stable slash secure. Okay. okay. Well, that, to me, in my mind, they mean the same thing. So what? So tell us about what that means for you. It means somebody that knows who they are, who knows who they are, and is completely and utterly grounded and secure in not worrying or giving energy into the others or the people or what will they think or what will they do with this information. Like somebody that just at their core is kind of like, this is who I am and I'm pretty confident in that. It's in if it's a guy you're after, which in your case it is. Yeah, it's age. It one hundred percent is all age. And if you are nodding your head, thinking like this with Merce right now, I'm telling you, up your age limit. If you're on Tinder, if you're on Bumble, get that fucking range out. And if you're on thirty five, up it to forty. Immediately. Do you know what's hilarious? On Sunday, you did I that. My you age. did that. I legit. I did it on uh, on Bumble. It was at thir- I went twenty eight to thirty eight, and now it's at forty five. Well, just you know, I mean, that's probably a cap. I uh, know, but you know, 
after recently seeing a guy that was 40 mm. and I was like, yeah, mm. this is working for me. Because mm. I think for a while I thought – I was thinking of that list of the values or whatever and I was thinking about sexy, appealing, not not so much fun, but like I was thinking about the things that I wanted, the shiny words. Mm-hmm, I wanted mm-hmm. adventurous mm-hmm. and I still do. Mm-hmm. I want spontaneous. I still do. But the word stable or secure doesn't exactly spring to mind up first. No. I've been thinking it's, about. And it is, it's, a, it's a core value. It's not a sexy word. It's not a looks word. It's not a, like we were talking about before, it's not a shiny word. It's a pretty basic thing. It comes across a bit beigey. And do you know what I've really... But I promise you, they're not beigey. The only reason I have managed to think about adding that word is by meeting somebody and meeting people that are not mm. stable mm. and are not secure. Mm. And I was talking to um, I was talking to someone about this recently. There was this guy that, again, a different guy that you know, I was, you know, chatting to and we were going back and forth on messages, blah, blah, blah. And I just I started to get this real sense that I was like, oh... You're a bit broken. That's okay. But I felt a bit emotional when I made this realisation because I was like, my last eight years of that entire relationship was being the, as you were talking colours before, I was the bright, mm. fixer-upperer, mm. the glasses half full, doll, it's not empty. Have you tried this? I was the bringer-upperer mm. and it was fucking exhausting. Mm. And I, after meeting this person and they're not a, you know, bad person, they're not a, you wouldn't meet them and think what a downer, but there was just this element of things that he said about, you know, not being in a great place and needing to fix this external stuff and, um, you know, I just got this real sense where I'm like, I am not in a place anymore where I need to fix. No. I need to be kind of met somewhere. And if you had spoken to me a couple of months ago, and I even had to stop myself from – there were a few texts and a few bits and pieces where I started to be like, you know, if you need anything or I'm here or try this or try that or I started to do that because that's my default. And yeah. I think as women we often are. Yeah. I know how to help or, you know, and that's been my entire experience with any form of relationship really is being that person. Yeah, the fixer. And I tell you what, it makes you feel needed because mm. I had a job mm. and I had a role mm. and I knew how to be the – the person that gives as opposed to, uh, you know, being kind of met halfway with mm. maybe someone saying to me, hey, maybe you should try this because that never really happened in a past relationship. So it was a bit of a default. And I felt really proud of myself when I reached that place where I thought maybe timing, maybe down the track if you're in a bit of a different place. But I re- I knew in my heart and I felt a bit sad because when I first met this person, I felt kind of a lot of potential and I felt like god you're ticking a lot of boxes here and um it was a bit of a you know you as you often do you kind of get in your head where you kind of think oh I can see I can see us being kind of Mm. not like let's get married and have 2.5 kids anytime soon but you see this potential and getting to know someone is exciting and there was this moment of really in my heart knowing and grieving that I was like that can't happen because you're I just know in my deep down in my gut that you are not ticking this box that is now very important for me to look for in somebody. Oh, fuck. And that's why the list is so fucking important. I think it's like everyone that lives around me or knows me is probably rolling their eyes that I bang on. But if you don't have that form of structure, then how the fuck do you have that ability to be able to have those boundaries up? 
it's it's really hard to it, it's hard to do them once you have them. Do you know what I mean? Because it's all one thing to then have them and then you have to actually act on it. Mm. And you're like, oh, well, if I cut this off, even though I know you're not my guy, who knows when the next person that's going to give me attention or yeah. some cuddles or yeah. something's around the corner. But And I wrote this on um, the Instagram yesterday, the single premium Instagram was about that you actually need to cut it off because that means you'll be a step to the actual person. Yeah. You don't cut it off and you don't do what you're doing, then you're just a step behind. Mm. And that, yeah, that's, it's scary to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, it then reflected back to me what I am looking for in someone else, Mm. stable and Mm. secure. And Mm. if I'm stable and secure in knowing what I want, then I won't be settling for that guy because I know deep down he's not. That's right. And I think the other thing is that um, that you're doing but I think a lot of people don't realise is it, it isn't an instant process, you know. Those listen things of being able to really have a bit of an idea of what you want comes with you learning more about yourself. And I don't know. I don't know if many of us anymore want to necessarily – have everything sorted by 26. So there's a reason things take time because I don't think we really know who we are at 26. So if you're a person that's looking for long-term love, Mm. not everybody is, you've got to also get some perspective about the way it works. And when you're 26, if you're still learning about yourself, how the hell are you possibly going to know Mm. what that other person looks like? And as much as it sucks and you want to be somewhere you're not half the time, you rush the process and you'll cut it short long term. So, mm. I mean, that's from where I stand. I was interested in a longer term love because I wanted to have a family. So ideally, as a kid that came from divorced parents, I wanted to try really hard to find someone that I was going to be in the, the whole, the, you know, the long term plan with. Not everybody wants that. Mm. Um, but I think it, it took me a long time to figure out who I was, which is why it felt like it took ages to meet someone because mm. that's a part of the process. Mm. Um, so if, you know, the second you think, why is it taking so long? I think it's also important to look at yourself and go, well, do I really know who I am yet? Mm. I'm not saying this to you, but to anybody listening, mm. because I think that's a part of the process. You'll learn that stuff as you learn about yourself. And you've got more chance of staying together too, I think. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like forever is do not all this fucking work and then end in five. That's years what I mean. The after whole, a big forty gram wedding, the whole forever idea is probably more achievable when you're meeting later in life. You know what I mean? Because the forever is technically statistic. shorter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a numbers else. game. So if nothing else, <laughs> stunning. Oh, Aim to your forty. Legitty, legitty. Hey, if you like this episode, you can rate and review it, or just subscribe to the channel. Yeah, please do. Uh, we do have a live tour coming. For you in December, we will be in Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Sydney. You can find out all of the ticket details at thethinkergirls.com.au. And a kind reminder that it is not a live podcast tour, so if you're not at the show, you won't hear it on this channel. Apologies, but not. Yeah, just come to the come to the show, bro. If you can. All, all right, right. bye, guys. TheThinkerGirls.com.au is where you can find all of the podcast shows, all of the different articles featuring our guests and posse members and all the content that Christy and I bring on a weekly basis. It is the place where everything is kept. TheThinkerGirls.com.au This podcast is presented by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. This podcast is produced by me, Christy Mercer, and edited by our podcast producer, Jordan Lott. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.